Hami Media Group continues to grow to new heights because of our loyal fan base and incredible sponsors. You followed us on our affiliate Hami Media Group channels for all of our awesome shows, including South Park Reviews, NFO Star Wars, and the Academy Star Trek Reviews, The Horror Junkyard, and all of our affiliate programming. We will continue to bring you the best in wrestling, conspiracy, and alternative media. Thank you for supporting our sponsors, subscriptions, sending bits, and promotion of the Hameen Media Group platform. Add Hameen Media Group on your iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and YouTube feeds. Thank you to the following sponsors. Zordos Olive Oil. Zordos Olive Oil is the finest artisan Greek olive oil on the market today. It's also the perfect holiday gift. You can make your family's favorite holiday recipe and they'll say it's the best thing they've eaten all year. It's imported. It's ultra premium Greek olive oil and it's available now at ZordosOliveOil.com. Again, that's ZordosOliveOil.com. Zordos Olive Oil. Taste the difference for yourself. The Coffee Roasters at TheBroasters.com. A new five-pound bag of Vince Russo Bro Coffee is here. Stock up before the next lockdown, bro. TheBroasters.com is the only place to get the limited edition Vince Russo Bro Coffee. Get up and have a cup of bro, bro. Exclusively from TheBroasters.com and RussoBrand.com. Use the official promo code BRO5LB when you place your order and you'll save some money, bro. At Hameen Media Group, we're all about self-improvement. Improve your mind and body with Stevie Richards Fitness. Head over to StevieRichardsFitness.com and take control of your fitness with Stevie's resistance band programs. These programs have been set up for every level of fitness. You can also try the brand new Stevie Richards Yoga Program to make sure your flexibility and balance improve so you can feel your best. Visit StevieRichardsFitness.com today and build a better you. ProWrestlingTees.com, the best way to support your favorite independent wrestlers, podcasts, and hosts from the Hami Media Group and Russo brand is to get their official merchandise exclusively at ProWrestlingTees.com. Support all of the great Hami Media Group talent by visiting their Pro Wrestling Tea stores, such as the Greek God Papadon, BWO Stevie Richards, Big Sal under SEG shirts, Chris Silvio, the superstar himself, and of course, Ben Hameen, Yala. Hey, Infidel. You want to become an official HMG operative? Well, now's your chance. Just follow us on Twitter at Hameen Media Group, shoot us a request, and we'll send you the invite link so you can join private Discord server under Hameen Media Group. You can also join us on Facebook in the Hameen Media Discussion Group and interact with the entire HMG army. Play along in the Pick'em Challenges, hang out in the Watch Along threads, and interact with the HMG hosts. You can also check out all of HMG's Conspiracy Horseman propaganda on our Instagram by following us at Hameen Media Group. Like, follow, and share, or be destroyed. Morons. It seems like they're everywhere you turn. Every single day they invade the headlines. Another half-wit criminal with a half-baked scheme. Another social media simpleton going viral. Another Florida man stretching the bounds of stupidity. Or another pack of SJWs throwing a temper tantrum. And that's not even the worst of it. From the empty talking heads on the cable news channels to the humorless hacks in Hollywood to the pea-brained politicians pulling the puppet strings, everywhere you look, there's another idiot telling you how to live your life. 
more on Joe, the man without a brain. Um, I'll have to just circle back. At this point, we don't need to watch anything that Biden does to make fun of him. Yeah, that's true. Like, I mean... I mean, the dude, basically, he doesn't even speak. He just talks simlish. Simlish? Yeah, like... Well, you who shut is up, your man. Person? Who? I took a trip up there to the North Pole. I went there, and I vaccinated Santa Claus myself. I was trying to figure out why all the trannies kept getting HIV, so I had to put a dress and a wig on and go back to my favorite gay bars and bathhouses. Uh, but this time I wore my triple masks on account of the COVID. I'll slap you in the face and I say, I demand satisfaction, you son of a bitch. Did you know that an average adult man has 144 pounds of energy? Meat on his body? What? What, what the shit? Oh, it's just groovy, man. I'm telling you, the vibes are immaculate. Well, Jay and Anissa have had enough. Armed with clever satire, madcap humor, and the craziest cast of characters in podcasting, they're lining up and taking aim at the world of stupidity every single week. Because it is time to go to war. The War on Morons. It is Tuesday, June 8th, 2021, and this is episode 84 of the War on Morons. I'm Jay. And I'm Anissa. And welcome to the show where we act like smartasses and laugh at dumbasses. <laughs> yeah, and we've got a new look uh, for everybody watching on video, on Gab TV, YouTube, and everywhere else. Uh, I figure, hey, look, if we have to live in 1984, we might as well make the show look like it's from 1984. Eh? <laughs> I mean, I mean, honestly, I mean, the Ministry of Truth has nothing on the fact checkers of today. Isn't that true? I mean, you know, they've said for a long time that millennials are the nostalgia generation. They're not exactly doing anything to quell that in us, are they? They're not exactly making this the utopian future people said we would have. Well, Orwell. <laughs> well, yeah. Or- Orwell kind of called it. Yeah. Um, yeah, Huxley, uh, Ayn Rand. Um, I-, I mean, hey, look, we're all Winston Smith today. We're all Winston Smith. And I'm not talking about the fucking... The gangbanger or whatever that got shot in Minneapolis. Um, like, I mean, they're literally going back six months, yeah. going back a year, and just erasing things. And they're just like, oh, no, that didn't happen. Oh, no, no, you, you don't remember Dr. Fauci um, saying that uh, it's a crazy conspiracy theory that the coronavirus <laughs> came from a Chinese lab. You don't remember him saying that masks are useless. You don't remember it last week when he said this to Congress. It, it didn't happen. My favorite is that they're redefining words. So words that used to mean one thing now are incorrect and you need to use a different word. So they're editing our speech. In particular, you posted on Facebook the other day yeah. in a rare... Like, why would I even bother? <laughs> in a but, rare moment. Yeah, surprise, guys. Um, I, I pop up every once in a while just to, to try to, like... Wipe some minds, I guess, but yeah. Yeah, so he posted on Facebook about the Fauci email leak, <laughs> which was big news. Right. And, of course, the fact checkers popped up on his post saying, oh, no, Fauci's emails weren't leaked. They were released under the Freedom of Information Act. Right, like, like, that's, 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 
That's worse for them, right? That's a leak. I, I mean, mean, I don't know. The, the best part is, I wasn't like even like sharing. It's not like I was over there sharing articles from Gateway Pundit. I put up a meme. It was like Kermit the Frog, and he was like, "I'm gonna sing a song called All My Conspiracy Theories Are True and Fuck You' or something like that, right? <laughs> and and then there was like, "No fact check censored." You said Fauci leaked. He did not leak. Like, you have to click on the fact check to see exactly what it is. They're not even trying to, like, say, like, oh, no, he didn't say that. Or, oh, no, no, this is a crazy right-wing conspiracy. Like, you know, we begrudgingly admit that, um, you know, we've been worshipping a man that's <laughs> created the fucking virus and sold it to Red China. Uh, we're, we're not going to even dispute that. Uh, we're just going to be like, oh, no, semantics, semantics, uh, follow on the play. Leak does not equal release on FOIA. Like, <laughs> wonderful job. But, you know, my favorite part of this whole thing with fucking Fauci, I mean, and uh, we called it, by the way. Yeah. You know, go, a lot of people called I it. I mean, a lot of people called it. We weren't the first ones, but we're the only ones that I know of that have a t-shirt that you can buy on our online shop, link down below, that literally says, hang Fauci. I mean, I mean, what they keep pulling it out of the shop for saying that like it's hate speech or something. But if the man gets, you I know, mean, I think it's pretty hateful to commit mass treason, mass murder, that too. You know, like I think I, that's <laughs> hateful. I don't know. I, I, I that's think, pretty offensive to me. I, I think it's. I think it's bad to shut down the entire global economy in order to prop up communist China while like basically scaring people to death. Yeah, literally, literally killing death. people. Yeah, I mean, he's the, he's like the biggest mass murderer of the twenty first century. It's not even close. No. Um, so, I mean, yeah, ha hang Fauci. I mean, honestly, we should, like, put some more letters on it and say, like, hang, draw, and quarter Fauci. Oh, wow. That's the, that's the punishment for treason. That's what they used to do. That's what they did to, to William Wallace, you know, watch Braveheart. <laughs> uh, but, but that's besides the point. My favorite part of this whole thing is seeing the fucking left-wing media is still scrambling to try to cover for this fucking guy. I mean, how are you going to cover for this shit, really? Uh, they're trying. Um, CNN, uh, of course, CNN is the worst. I mean, they're they're culpable, just like Facebook. But, like, they're, they're basically out there. There's, like, think about all the stress that Dr. Fauci was under last year. He was trying to you know, handle the entire pandemic. I mean, he, he had a lot on his mind. I think he was actually rolling in the dough and singing yippee ki -yay when He was like, oh, this is so close. wonderful. I'm the only one here at the Nationals game. I don't think he was stressed <laughs> at all. I think he was, you know, you know how everybody got so excited and nobody was stressed when GameStop was going up? Yeah. Or Dogecoin was going right. on. I feel like that was what Dr. Fauci felt all last you know, he year. He was just like, I'm a superstar. Like, remember that, that interview he did with fucking Cuomo? Um, Andrew Cuomo, they're out there just like, well, like, uh, like, uh, De, De Niro and, what's the other one? No, I don't fucking know. You know, De Niro and the other, Joe, uh, Joe Pacino. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's like, we're like, we're like De Niro and Pacino, or maybe Cuomo Al said Pacino. it. Yeah, he's like, he's like, yeah, you know, just a couple Italian guys from New York making it big. And then he's 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 on there in all the like morning talk shows. He's like, oh look, there's a there's a children's book now, and it says I'm a hero. Look at that, just me. I'm the little guy. I'm a hero now. I, I, let me throw out the first pitch of the baseball season. Like he he made himself into a superstar. He was loving it. Um, and then you know CNN and, and and NBC and fucking Fox too. They all were like, this is the he's the saint. He's the hero. And, like people uh, are literally like there are idiots out there who are. Wearing, like, There's Fauci. people got his face tattooed on their body. Yeah, Fauci worship. You can get him on a mask, on a t-shirt, on a tattoo. I mean, 
God, I would be it's surprised. a good thing that tattoos weren't as widespread in like the 1930s. Because <laughs> how, you know, how many of our uh, you know grandparents and great grandparents would have like you know like, I mean Adolf Hitler was pretty popular at one point, right? Yikes! He's he's less of a bastard than fucking Fauci. But yeah, no CNN. They're they're all they're going down with that ship. And they're, they're, they are good rats too. Good, Although good they're rats. not smart rats, because <laughs> one day they're like, "Oh yes, um, it does appear like you know Dr. Fauci, you know, may have you know made some one eighties or missteps or whatever." They reported on it, and now they're reporting on their report of it and saying like, "Oh well, you know what? We can find an excuse for this." They're still working on the excuse, but they're gonna. You know what the excuse is gonna be? It is Trump's fault. Yeah, of course. I guarantee that. Like, they're already starting to get there. Like, I saw something the other day, and they're like, yeah, well, you know, there was a lot of stuff going on until, you know, January of this year. <laughs> they're they're literally going to pin it on Trump for not firing Fauci. Yeah, I know the reason. I mean, I mean, I know when I don't like my boss or the president of the United States or both, really. Um, what I tend to do to cope with that as a form of self-care is uh, create a gamified virus in a lab somewhere and release it into the world to kill hundreds of thousands of people. I mean, that's just self-care. Right? Oh, no, no. I mean, it was a leak. It was a leak. Flag on the play. Misinformation. Fact check. Fact check. It was a leak, and it's Trump's fault, because he should have he should have known about it. Like, and honestly, they're going to be like, yeah, Biden, you know, thank God for Biden. You know, he got out there, he finally, and finally, we found out about Fauci. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Biden's the real sleuth. <laughs> Biden's the real sleuth behind this operation. Yeah, well, I mean, no, you, you haven't heard about Biden? He's, um, I mean, he's a super, super genius. He's super fit. I saw Jen Psaki. Super fit? Yeah, you didn't see the... The press release here, the, the press conference the other day, Jen Psaki, she literally said that Joe Biden is so physically fit, and this is a direct quote, he's hard to keep up with. Really? Yeah. The man who can't get up a flight of stairs. Well, I mean, maybe he's tired from, hey, maybe he's tired from chasing Jen around the, uh, <laughs> now, around see, the Oval Office all day. Could, that I could believe. I could yeah, believe. Cue the yakety sax. <laughs> I could believe that they keep him locked in a basement somewhere. <laughs> like Hannibal Lecter. Yeah, chasing like some kind of like, you know, maybe he gets a hold of a kid that's like touring the White House and they have to like chase him and be like, no, Joe, not that one. Not that one. Let her go. And no, let like us get you a Mexican, Joe. Let oh us get you a Mexican. God. Or the dog. We just got a shipment in from McAllen. Good Lord. God. Anyway, um, that actually, the dogs, uh, that brings us to the number one headline of the week that didn't quite make the stack of stupidity. And we'll get to the stack of stupidity in a minute, but I... I couldn't find a place in the in the main show for this one. I just I just wanted to point out this headline: "Being kind to dogs is racist." The university professor says. Well, see, when Joe Biden rapes his dogs, he's not raping his dogs. He's actually um, being anti-racist. Yeah. So because he knows that people that are nice to dogs are white supremacists. Apparently, think about it. like if if you're not you know Michael Vick. Then you're in the clan. Yeah, essentially. I mean, you know, honestly, we should all be starting dog fighting rings at this point to prove solidarity. Cultural appropriation. You can't start the dog fighting ring. God. You just have to have appreciation for it. I see. You know, okay. like, come on, I can start it. And and I will. So anybody out there in the audience, Please. if you've got a connection, I, I want to get some pit bulls, some Stop Rottweilers. It. Stop it. What, what? Anyway, 
we're rambling. We're rambling. Animal control is going to be knocking on the door in three, two, one. I'll just tell him I voted uh, voted for Biden. Anyway, um, today, and we'll get we'll get to the uh, we'll get to the headlines in a minute. But I do want to let everybody know. Very excited. We've actually got a world famous uh, author and fitness model. Um, this guy's name is Anderson McKenzie. Um, we, we ran that ad about his book last week. It's called From DQ to GQ. Yeah. Because this guy went from like eating at a DQ, Dairy Queen or whatever, every day to being on the cover of GQ magazine. And uh, he's uh, he's going to come on here. He's going to tell us about his book, tell us about his fitness journey. And I mean, we, we talked to a lot of weird and creepy and crazy people. I'm excited to talk to this dude, this Anderson McKenzie. Like yes, maybe I'll learn yeah. something. I could you know, I could I could stand to lose a few pounds. I could stand to work out a little bit. Maybe he'll tell me how it's done. Yeah, and you know, maybe if Jen Pisaki tunes in, she can get some tips on how to keep up with uh Mr. Biden. Well, I mean, Jen, it starts with the adrenochrome. <laughs> you you need to I mean, Jesus, you've been hanging out with those fucking people long enough. They haven't let you in on anyway. We've got a good one lined up for you tonight, of course. Uh, streaming everywhere. Uh, Twitch, Gap TV, YouTube, DLive, wherever they'll, uh, they'll let us hang out. And of course, in podcast form, thank you for listening. Thank you for the downloads at homimediagroup.podbean.com. Yes, and if you want to be a part of the show, give us a call into our hotline at 813-906-9099. Give us an email at thewaronmorons at gmail.com or hit us up on MeWe, Gab, Facebook, or just tell. Leave us a comment down below in the chat. We'd love to hear from you. Yep, and don't forget, um, we mentioned already, online shop on Bonfire. Check it out. We've got our new shirt. With our new logo right here. Looking the, fresh. Yeah, the retro throwback. We've been, I mean, just check it out. There's some cool shit there. Uh, but anyway, without further ado, it's the stack of stupidity. All right, so let's start things off in Union County, Georgia, uh, where the local fire department has a very important announcement, which, um, frankly, it might be relevant where you live, too. Stop calling 911 about cicadas. Cicadas? Cic I don't know how to fucking say it. They, they, they only <laughs> pop up, what, what was it, every 17 years or something? Yeah, yeah. C cicadas, is it? Yeah, cicadas. cicadas. You say cicadas, I say cicadas. Ah, there you go. Either way, they're fucking annoying. Nobody likes them. They're these, like, weird little bugs. I guess the deal is that they, like, live underground. They're dormant for, like, a, a generation. And then they make a freaking ton of noise. They're just I like... I've yet to see or hear one. Oh, no, I've dealt with them before. I, I it, really it, haven't. Yeah, it's been a while. Just I, I was literally like, I, I was a teenager, I think, the last time they, that I remember them coming around. I was living in, in Virginia, I think, at the time. I guess they're mostly on the East Coast. They're annoying. They sound like, like, like chirping, like crickets or something, and they're just really, really loud and shrill. Look... I was sheltered as a teenager, and I'll be the first to say, if I had to live underground for 17 years, I would probably scream, too. Yeah. Like, if you come out into this world, like, you you see what's going on in the world right now, right? Imagine you've been underground for 17 years. You pop up, Joe Biden's president, America's run by communists, 
and um, I don't know, the world is supposedly dying. Like I'd start screaming. Yeah, I mean, I'd maybe they saw a, uh, maybe they saw a lecture from that uh, the teenager in Sweden. Oh Jesus! And they're just like, Jesus, we just got out, and now the fucking world's gonna end. Like before we even go back underground again. Uh, but yeah, they're annoying. They make a lot of noise, and these fucking idiots in Union County, Georgia, keep calling the police. And they're calling 911. I have a noise complaint. Yeah. I mean, well, I don't know what they expect to happen here. Like, I mean, the cops shoot anything you call them on. So, I mean, I just that's imagine... A, that's a story, I right? Mean, that, that'd be some great target practice, actually. I mean, how <laughs> impressive would that be? You know, forget about target practice in a gun range. That's old news. But if you could just go, bam, 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 like in an old Western movie and, like, get cicadas, like, one by one. It sounds like a, mean, like a bonus round when you're playing, like, one of those hunting games yeah. in the arcade. Um, but, but you know, they're calling, I guess because these, these idiots think that their car alarm's going off. Oh, God. So... Uh, like, the they had to, like, release a, a tweet and, like, an official report. And they're just like, we stop fucking calling us. There's real emergencies going on. Like, <laughs> honestly, there probably are. They're, they're, this day and age, there's some, some BLM riots probably happening down the street. We don't care about the Chicadas or Chicadas or Chicagos or whatever. Anyway, you guys get the point. Stop calling the police on fucking bugs. All right, all right. Well, now that the whole cicada panic has been quelled, fingers crossed, uh, let's talk about a force of nature that the experts say we should be worried about. Basically, modern-day doomsday prophets are now warning us about the evils of tree farts. Tree farts? Is that like a... Like if you eat, like if you eat eat a tree, like you're gonna, your farts are gonna smell or something. No, no, it has nothing to do with eating the tree. I thought it was like a beer actually. fart. No, 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 much worse than <laughs> An a beer egg fart. fart. There, oh, there's a lot of varieties of farts out there. Could you stop it? That's just I don't want to think about beer and egg farts now. I'm already thinking about tree farts. <laughs> All right, well, what's a tree fart? Okay, so a tree fart is actually something that contributes about a fifth of the greenhouse gases um, from what's called ghost forests. Essentially, what's <laughs> happening here is dead trees are letting off carbon. They're releasing carbon into the air. And uh, this is a problem because, as we all know, the naturally occurring, um, you know, element that is carbon is evil. And so... What um, the fuck? Who, who came up with this? AOC? Like, I know she was busy with the whole bullshit about her abuela last week, oh but, I mean, God. I wouldn't put it past her, you know? Ghost forests and farting... <laughs> Like for one, if the, the zombie trees, tree farts, basically. So, so this is the first time trees have ever died. That's, that's apparently, what I'm apparently, from apparently, what we should really do is we should really just. I mean, I don't even know how you propose to solve the tree farm problem. Nuke the Amazon. Oh. In fact, nuke every forest on the planet. We can't risk the. We have to vaporize these trees. Well, first, I they think might we need fart. to. First, I think we need to give Elon Musk like three trillion dollars to develop a new way to generate oxygen. Don't using give them any batteries. ideas, for Christ's sake. <laughs> Tesla trees are all the rage. Uh, we don't need trees. I mean, you, you got to remember, human beings are bad. Um, the, our, our very species is a scourge upon the earth. Um, let's just cut out the middle middleman. Let's all kill ourselves. 
Let's just all die. You know, we can all we can all take. But then who would solve the tree farts problem? That'll solve itself. They'll you know they they can't fart forever. Like how long does a tree fart after it dies? Maybe we should all just go plant beano in the forest. You know how like some companies plant a tree every time you buy something. (laughs) We need to start. Maybe every time somebody buys a shirt from our shop, we should go plant a beano in the forest. Uh, You know, I'll do that. Take beano before the trees die, and there'll be no gas. That's that's brilliant. You solved it. Thank you. Anyway, if you think the ever-shifting definition of climate change... I'm assuming this is some climate change bullshit. Of course. Um, if you think that's confusing, get ready. Um, because the woke-tard mafia... Well, now they want to change what we call the seasons themselves. Um, so this kind of goes back to your earlier point about like the ever-changing definition of words. And it kind of goes back to, to the point about 1984 being a real reality nowadays um so we cannot use the word summer it's it's, it's bad we can't say spring we can't say winter no it's it's racist how 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 is it ra- i demand an answer that makes sense uh, make no, it make sense look you, you can't ask them to make sense that's the one thing they don't do um no, but <laughs> i mean the reasoning I mean, it's somewhat sound. It's just retarded. So, so basically they're saying that it's Northern Hemisphere specific seasonal language. Because you see, winter for us, you know, in like, you know, December, January, February, whatever, whatever winter is. Well, down in Australia and maybe South America and whatever else is down there, maybe South Africa. Well, it's see their winter is is actually warm. So like in January down there, they call it summertime. Yeah, okay. And also like their toilets flush counterclockwise. I mean, should we like fix our toilets too? I mean, what the hell is this? I didn't even think of this. So toilets are also racist. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's just it's the, it's somebody get dread out the another. phone. Um so yeah, so so instead of instead of saying that just Say the specific month, or they want you to say <laughs> they want you to use like financial terms. Please. They're like, they're like uh, instead of saying like, "Oh man, it's uh, you know, it's it's summertime." Be like, "Oh yeah, it's it's Q three time." Well, Q three is it's is late, like fall. Q two would be summer. Boy, that's gonna that's gonna change a lot of uh, it's gonna change a lot of classic songs. I gotta say, I'm not <laughs> looking forward to the rewrite of Boys of Q two. Boys of Q2, or White Boy Q2. <laughs> I, I think they already the, don't like that after one. After the boys of Q2 are gone. It doesn't have the same ring to it, gotta say. No, it's, it actually sounds like, uh, I mean, speaking of Elon Musk, it sounds like something that'd be, uh, maybe, maybe Grimes can do a remix. I, oh my god. I, actually, I don't even want to think about this anymore. Just thinking about Grimes kind of makes my ears hurt. Okay, um, yeah, so, good point. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> well, changing gears here, let's go on down to Texas where, um, you know, we're not thinking about the uh, seasons. We're not thinking about anything racist. What we're talking about here is just good old-fashioned stupidity, folks. A classic. A classic. Some lady in Texas climbed into an enclosure at the El Paso Zoo to feed hot Cheetos to spider monkeys. Okay, see, that is racist. How you know, is that racist? Well, why they gotta be hot Cheetos? Okay, fair to, enough. To the monkey. Actually, that's the most racist thing I've heard all day. It's a lot more racist than spring and summer, I'll tell you that much. Okay? <laughs> what the, so what was this? So, 
I mean, did she learn nothing from Harambe? Did we learn nothing from Harambe? Did they Harambe shoot this died bitch? in vain. Did they shoot her? No, they did not shoot her. She did not get caught until after the fact she was caught on camera because she was filming this for social media. Do they know who she is? I mean, obviously, she's got a social media. They can track her down, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. Shoot they, her then. They already tracked her down. <laughs> the zoo has press charges. She's been fired from her job at a law firm because she did something incredibly stupid. She basically, I think, like, she was, like, playing music in the video and twerking, too, if I'm remembering this correctly. Um, but, I mean, look, guys, I don't have to tell you. You guys have brains. Spider monkeys are vicious. They may look cute behind glass, but they're fucking dangerous. And well, now they have a, a, a goddamn taste for hot Cheetos. They're going to start breaking into 7-Elevens? Like, <laughs> this is actually going to start a trend. Like, we're going to, like, just, I'm telling you guys, monitor World Star Because hot Cheetos are delicious. They're addictive. They're not very nutritious, but, I mean, you know, I'll, I'll give them a pass there. Spider monkeys breaking out of zoos to steal y'all snacks. Honestly, I'd just like to give this woman a tip because she's out of a job. She's clearly retarded. I- I'm going to I'm gonna make her life easier. Look, you want to become the world's first influencer that feeds junk food to monkeys? Fine. God bless you, I guess. But go to Florida. They have wild monkeys that are not owned by zoos. They do carry herpes virus, but I have a feeling that won't concern you. (laughs) Um, So go to Florida and feed them whatever you decide. I mean, at least then you probably won't have charges pressed against you. I mean, you go to Florida, you can probably go to the Miami Zoo and do this. And DeSantis will be like, I'll allow it. We believe in liberty down here, and there's nothing in the fucking Constitution that says that you can't feed monkeys hot cheese. Location, location, location. Yeah, Texas, Texas is, you know, Texas is a rhino state. They won't let you feed. <laughs> moving on, Bastards. moving on. Uh, so speaking of breaking into a place where you uh, definitely, definitely don't belong and where you probably don't want to be, drunk... A drunk Milwaukee teenager broke into an Airbnb to, uh, I guess, to, to try to rob it. Sure. Um, now, he was so drunk that he passed out and just ended up taking a nap. Oh, well, that's, that's a <laughs> successful <laughs> robbery. Yeah, I mean, that's not, not exactly the, the I guess he just stole a few Zs. Yeah, I guess he's uh, not a master criminal. Uh, but, but here's the best thing. So the Airbnb that he broke into, the people renting it were a bunch of police officers. Jesus. Yeah. Wait, so, why? Well, I guess they're there for like a, I don't know, a retreat or a trap. Why the fuck would you go to Milwaukee? For, they're from Montana, by the way. Why the hell would you go on a, why would you rent an Airbnb with your coworkers? Well, I mean, they're, you know, they're getting some training. Maybe they're, honestly, I have, uh, this would make Man, more sense if it was the other way around. Because you the, know that they're defunding the police over there in Montana, apparently. Maybe, they, actually, they maybe afford- they were applying for a job. Because they, they probably are in Milwaukee. And Montana's like, you know, we actually don't really need the police. Everybody here has a gun. Um, <laughs> and Milwaukee uh, is probably still burning down. Yeah. So, so they're like, hey, let's go down there and get some of that, like, uh, you know, some of that Democrat money. Right. Because at this point, they're probably begging anybody that's willing to take the job. So maybe they were going down and there. Maybe they're just trying to save a few pennies. Because otherwise, you'd think they'd get them some hotel rooms. Yeah. Well, either way, though. They ended up, uh, well, making an arrest um, because uh, this guy broke into the house at like 2.30 in the morning. Nobody heard him. Um, He didn't steal anything. He just passed out. Um, But he made enough noise that one of the guys heard, uh, I guess, later on. So they go upstairs and they find this guy, you know, having a drunk 
snooze <laughs> on one of the empty beds. And when he woke up, he's in handcuffs, and they just turned him into the uh, to the Milwaukee cops. Um, I mean, to, to be honest, this guy's probably lucky. It could have ended up <laughs> a lot worse for him. Yeah, I mean, I have to imagine if you break into somebody's house and pass out, you're fair game for anything. I mean, you walk into the wrong house. Target practice. Hey. Yeah. Um, I just. <laughs> I don't know. This, this whole story is fucking weird. It, it makes me. It sounds like the sort of thing you'd see on like a, a, a shitty Reno nine one one episode. It does. Like once they went to Quibi or whatever it was, and they're just like. Honestly, this <laughs> sounds like something one of the cops on Reno nine one one would do, not a citizen. Well, yeah, one of the cops would would be the drunk that breaks into the house, but yeah. all the other cops would be there too, <laughs> and, and it would be a whole thing confusion, and they'd end up shooting shooting uh, probably shooting them. It'd be good, actually. Yeah, we should write yeah. that. Yeah. Hey, Reno nine one one creators, if you're out there and, and still doing stuff somehow, we're we're available. Please do keep doing stuff. I yes. love that show. All right. Well, believe it or not, that may not even be the worst drunken break-in of the week. Uh, here's another headline for you. All right. A drunk driver crashed her SUV into a rehab facility. Uh, you know, sometimes <laughs> God sends you a sign. So Sometimes you send him a sign, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if that doesn't get your attention, I don't know what will. Talk about rock bottom. Yeah. I mean, did, did they even let them leave the scene of the accident? Or are they just like, you know what, honestly, um, yeah, a room just opened up. Like, quite, <laughs> quite literally. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. I mean, this is really interesting. Was this, like, on purpose? Were they trying to, like, break out one of their... Uh, Buddies from the bar or something? No, no. So this is a 41-year-old Pennsylvania woman. She was, you know, just trucking along as one does in her 99 Mercury Mountaineer on a Sunday night when, uh, whoops-a-daisy, she fell asleep. Um, she was incredibly drunk, um, and her joyride came to an abrupt end when she crashed through the window of the Silver Pines Treatment Center. You know, that, that might have been the sign for some people that are, like, checked in there. You know, they, they might have been thinking about, like, you know what? This rehab thing kind of sucks. I've been here for fucking weeks. I just want to, you know, I just want to drink. I'm I, I, get can, a cool I can handle buzz. it. I can handle it. Yeah. You know, I, just, I, I don't need to quit, quit. I just need to, you know. just Cut back a I, little. Yeah, I just need to do less cocaine. And then all of a sudden, a 1999 fucking mercury breaks through your window and somebody stumbles out fucking wasted with a bottle of Jägermeister in their hand. Think I'll stay sober. Uh, you know what? Actually, uh... Rehab maybe, might maybe. be the best place for me. <laughs> what the fuck? All right, that. Well, you know what? If that rehab place has any extra beds, I can't think of anyone more deserving than the woman in our next story. More deserving than the woman who drove herself into the rehab. Yeah, more deserving. Wow, more deserving. This woman, um, she's actually making her second appearance on the War on Morons. Um, so remember. I want to say like a month or two back, there was a story about some chick in Florida who had spent like a month crawling around the sewers. Yes, I do remember her. Yeah. like How she, could you forget? She like went into like, she like found a doorway to the sewer at her boyfriend's house and she was like, <laughs> I wonder what this holds. Yeah. Um, well, guess what? She did it again. She, no, come yeah. on, she did the same damn she thing. She did not learn her lesson from from getting literally caught in the sewer. Um, she, 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 now, 
to, to her credit, she didn't do it in the same place. She she learned her lesson enough that she's like, you know what? In Florida, it's kind of swampy. There's alligators crawling around down there. You're kidding. That. Well, I don't know if that's exactly what she said. They didn't interview the fucking woman, but... They should! She got caught this time... In, well, yeah, she was naked in drainage pipes in Texas, and apparently she'd been down there for about three weeks. I... So she's really? doing this state by state now. So this is like this woman's idea of a fun vacation. I mean, apparently. Uh, I, I don't know I mean, how this even, like, I, if, if this happened to me once, I, <laughs> like, I wouldn't even want to, I wouldn't even want to live in a house with fucking plumbing. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't want to live at all. I'd be like, you know what, I'm too far gone. Yeah, well, apparently she she just wanted to keep exploring. So um, she, uh, she she found herself. In another, you know, underground tunnel system. Now, the best part of this story that just really jumped out to me is that her family knew she was there. <laughs> Apparently, like, they're used to it at this point. This was a, they, they tracked her, uh, her phone's location because, you know, never go jumping down a fucking sewer manhole without your iPhone. Um, so they tracked her GPS. They figured out she's somewhere around uh, the Dallas, Texas suburb of Grand Prairie. Um, and instead of saying like, hey, let's call the authorities. Let's get her out of there. Let's get her some fucking mental health. <laughs> their response was, hey, let's just make sure she's hydrated and she's got something to eat. What? They started dropping snacks, uh, like bags of food and Gatorades down you're manholes. Kidding, you're kidding. Come on. Yeah, this is not even a joke. Come so, on. Yeah, her, fa- her family went to Texas. They found manhole covers. They took the manhole covers off. And they, <laughs> they, they dropped down, you know, uh, groceries, basically. I don't understand. Like, what warning signs does a person give off as a child? Like, you know how, like, serial killers, like, will mutilate animals when they're children? Yeah. What kind of fucking warning signs does a kid give off if they're going to become the naked sewer explorer? Like maybe, like uh, maybe they uh, think that you can swim in the toilet. Maybe they. Uh, you remember that uh, that that Tiny Toons adventure? You ever yeah, seen that show? Yeah. For some reason, this one just has stuck with me for decades. But there was one episode where the guy, I think it was the little Daffy Duck character, yeah. and he would always flush his toys and stuff oh, down the yeah, toilet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like he'd flush his rubber duck down there. He'd go, Ducky, go down the hole. <laughs> and he's like, Oh, that was fun. And he's like, you know, he'd run and grab like a, I don't know, a cell phone. Cell phone, go down the hole. Gatorade, go down the hole. He's just like flushing shit down. Maybe she was doing this. You know, honestly, I think the number one red flag that your child could give off if they're going to become a naked uh, sewer explorer. Naked sewer. Naked sewer explorer. Naked Laura Croft. Um, I would say it's, you know, probably they have an imaginary friend who lives in a, a, a drain, uh, storm runoff drain, right? Imaginary friend, clown, red oh. nose, red hair, red balloon. You're going with the it reference. Yeah. So this yeah. is what would have happened this if is, uh, if Georgie went down there. If he grew up, he would have become a transgender naked sewer explorer. In fact, I'm not convinced that this isn't him. Well, you know, hey, let's give her let's give her the benefit of the doubt. Maybe, maybe she saw a balloon floating out of the. I mean, that's as good a reason as any to crawl down in the sewer. Am I right or am I we right? We all float down there. We, anyway, this is stupid <laughs> as fuck. We're getting a call here. And, um, all right. Yeah, I'll take it. Uh, so, 
Uh, hello, area code 505. You're on with the War on Morons. Go ahead and state your name and where you're calling from. Hey, man. It's Laura from New Mexico. How are you doing? Hey, I'm doing good, Laura. How about yourself? Uh, I'm doing just groovy, man. I'm doing just groovy. But, you know, I gotta say, I'm pretty bummed that you were like, Hating on that woman for going down into the sewers? Like, what's up with that? I mean, I don't... I mean, we've got to cover that story. I mean, that's not something that we can just we can just save till next week. This lady is going down in the sewers multiple times and, like, crawling around in the muck. I don't know why. I mean, that's... You don't think that's a funny story? Man, there is nothing wrong with, like, exploring the drainage pipes, man. Like, she was probably just looking for the portal. The what? The portal. The por- oh, my God. Don't tell me. I sent you that tuning fork. Don't tell me. You haven't contacted Zebulon yet? Oh, God. This is so you're the lady. I remember. You're... So, so you believe in aliens, and uh, there's a, a an alien. What did you say his name was? Zeprox or something? Zebulon. Zebulon. So, what does he have to do with the sewers? Oh my God! So you would know all this if you just done the meditation I sent you. You can talk to him, dude. He's like super cool. But anyways, I'll just explain it to you. I can't believe you haven't done that yet. Basically, I don't think I've got enough. Uh, I don't think I've got enough pharmaceuticals in my uh, in my cabinet to uh, to tap into that meditation. Oh my god! Well, anyways, there's portals all over the world, man, and Zebulon put them here. They're wormholes, and. You know, he can't just put them anywhere. Like, you can't just put it next to, like, I don't know, a Waffle House. Like, you've got to, like, hide that shit, man. So, like, only the people who know, know, you know? So he's putting interdimensional portals in the sewer system underneath Dallas. Yeah, man, all over the place. Where is is this something that you got from the uh, from the meditation? Yeah, me and Zebulon, we talk all the time. We're like super tight, and like he he understands that like not everybody's ready for like the wisdom that he has to offer. But like for those who are, like you know, sometimes this planet is just too heavy, man. Like. We need to be able to, like, reach the higher dimensions. And, you know, that's what the portals are for. All right. And that's what the uh, the, the septic system is for as well. Well, no, you're not. I can tell you don't believe me, but I can prove it. Oh, yeah. You know what? I, I knew that we were going to get alien disclosure. This summer, I didn't know we were going to break it on the War on Morons with, with Lara from New Mexico. But if you can prove it, I, I am. By all means, I, I'm all ears. Yeah, man. I mean, we're go- about to go into a mass awakening. Like, people need to realize this stuff. So, basically, 
think about it. Like, how else do you explain that nobody's ever found a dead Bigfoot or a dead Chupacabra man? Like, because Bigfoot and Chupacabra aren't real. Oh, come on, man. Come on. Open your mind, man. People see them all the time. But you just don't catch them. And the reason you don't catch them is because they go down to the portals, man. Before they die. Yeah, man. So, so Bigfoot, <laughs> Bigfoot gets shot or something, or, or Chupacabra is... You know, he's getting up there in age. He feels his time is near. <laughs> and they say, let's go down in the sewer. Let's find one of Zebulon's portals. We got to get out of here. We can't leave a body. Yeah, man. Now you're getting it. Like, let's face it. This world is like, I don't know. I mean, it's like the universal equivalent of a Makinta or something. Like, not even. Like, some budget in type shit, man. Like, if you're gonna go, like, don't go here. Like, go to the universe, man. Like, return to the, like, nothingness of it all, man. Like, the nothingness and the everythingness, you know? That's, uh, it's pretty profound. I, you know what? I think you're winning me over. And I think everybody in the audience as well. I mean, how could we refute a point like this? Groovy, man. I mean, I knew Zebulon told me that if I kept calling you guys, like, I could change a lot of minds. Thank, thanks for calling in, Lara. You, uh, you, you, you definitely changed something. Um, I'm gonna let you go, but you, uh, yeah, stay safe out there. Don't go slipping into the wrong dimension, okay? Okay, stay groovy, man. I mean, I, you know what? Uh, I guess if like that honestly her justification is less crazy than the actual story there. Are you kidding? Yeah, I mean the only justification I can have for that at all is that you know what for the past year people have been saying we're the conspiracy theorists. Right. At this point I don't think we can discredit anybody as a conspiracy theorist. Yeah. Yeah. Um you know a year from now we're going to be like Lara was right. Put some more money in the Lara was right. Jar, you know, you, you didn't think that the chupacabras were going through wormholes in the sewer, but, you know, Lara did, and she called it. So, you know, put that in your pipe and smoke it, Anderson Cooper. Fuck you. So, uh, we're, we live in a simulation, folks, anyway, so, you know. Definitely, okay. definitely. Uh, anyway, let's uh, let's go down uh, from, from New Mexico to Old Mexico, uh, where a political party might just have solved identity politics once and for all. You're kidding. Uh, well, alright, so in Mexico they've got this weird affirmative action rule uh, when it comes to their elections that every political party has to have at least 50% of their candidates have to be women, basically. Um, now they've got more parties and stuff there. They, they've got like a different form of government. So it's not just like the Democrats and the Republicans. Um, so they've got a lot of, um, you know, smaller parties and stuff. But mm -hmm. either way, um, it's the law. You have to have, I guess actually it's a 50-50 man-woman quota. So 
I guess you better have what an even you, number. What if, yeah, what if you have an odd number? I was just about to say that. Well, you better find another candidate somewhere. Or you it makes somebody not run. Um, and you got to make sure at least half of them have, you know, a Y chromosome and, and the other half don't. Wait, uh, they're still going by chromosomes down in Mexico? Well. <laughs> they're pulling this shit and they're going by chromosomes. Well, if they were, this wouldn't have happened. So, um, so this party, uh, they found a modern solution to a modern problem. They didn't have any women that had registered to run for office. So rather than going out and finding some, they just got half of their male candidates to self-identify as women. Well, there you go. And there we have it, folks. Equality. Equality. The best this thing is... This is what the feminists were fighting for this whole time. <laughs> yeah, the extinction of, 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 of the female uh, half of the species. Right, because why should we get representation as females when a man could just be a female for us? You know... This is what happens when you have stupid laws. When you have stupid laws, you have stupid responses to the laws in order to to make it work. Because at the end of the day, I mean, you know, politicians are going to be politicians. They're, if they want to run for office, they're going to run for office. Now, my favorite part of this is this is <laughs> this is a left wing party. So these are the kinds. Of, I, I guess that kind of makes sense. It does. Only they are in, hypocritical. Only in fucking America do we have trannies saying they're Republicans. <laughs> What's up, Caitlin? Um, but yeah, so eight, 18 of these dudes, they're not actually transgender. They're they are dudes. Um, and they're not even hiding it. They're just like, oh, yeah, we're women. Wink, wink. <laughs> it's like I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Okay. <laughs> All right. Wonderful. And the best thing is, on top of the other best thing, it worked. Because, like, when you... Nobody called them on it? No, they called them on it. But they're like, what? We're women, bro. We're chicks. That's how I identify I'm a chick with a dick, bro. Oh, my God. <laughs> now, I, I want to know if any of these guys actually won, because, uh, I mean, I, I kind of admire the uh, the moxie there and, and taking the piss out of a, a stupid role. But at the same time, I mean, if, if they're willing to do this, what else are they going to do once you actually give them some power? Oh, my God. Well, way to be progressive, Mexico. Good job. All right. Well, since we're muddying the waters of gender fluidity, get a load of this one. There's a woke language update. Another one. Another one. Every every day, another one. (laughs) Now we're supposed to refer to men, not as men. That's hateful. Um, We're supposed to refer to them as people who are at risk of testicular cancer. That's the... That's the defining trait for a man. Right. Like, to these crazy people that believe in, like, the infinite genders. Right. I can't wait to see the (laughs) Tinder update for this one. Like, interested in people who are at risk for testicular cancer. But hopefully who don't actually have it, because that's just, like, awkward, man. (laughs) (laughs) And for women, okay, for women, we're supposed to refer to them not as women, but People who can get pregnant. So if you're infertile, well, fuck you. You're not a woman. Well, I mean, the, 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 until they can figure out a solve for the um, for the you know women being able to get pregnant thing and nobody else, they're uh, you know they're just gonna have to begrudgingly keep you guys around. <laughs> I, 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 I get the sense that like the to the left, they would rather have no women. Like if they could figure out a way to get some kind of like birthing bag robot. To do that, you know, the, the procreation of the species for, for them, they'd be like, yep, yeah, that's preferable to actually having these people who can get pregnant around. 
I mean, I, I don't know why they didn't just go, you know, if we're going to, you know, refer to women as just, you know, breeding machines, you know, why don't we just go full bore with it? I mean, you know, why not just refer to women as, you know, people who can make really good sandwiches? Right. Well, like, yeah, or, I mean, at least make it fun. Like, men could be, like, people that drink beer and mow the lawn. Yeah. <laughs> oh women, God. people who look much better in a bathing suit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, um, how about this one? People who nobody watches play pro basketball. Women. Ding, ding, ding. You got that right. Um, well, Nike thinks that you're a hateful bigot if you're not watching the WNBA. Really? Um, now, of course, that means about 330... What, what, what do we have? 330 million people in this country? Correct. All right. So 329,980,000 people out there are hateful bigots. Because nobody watches the fucking NBA, WNBA. Like, nobody goes to the games. Right. They're boring. They suck. Like, I'm sorry. It's not because they're women. It's because they suck. Plenty of people watch women's tennis. Plenty of people, uh, lots of people watch, like, the women's um, uh, soccer team. Yeah. Because it's, you know, it's it's actually, I mean, as, as, as insufferable as they are, <laughs> they're better than the men's soccer team. But in the WNBA, they can't fucking shoot. They can't fucking dunk. They can barely dribble the ball. And they're, you know, always constantly shoving their political opinions down your throat. Not exactly a formula for getting me to turn it on. But Nike thinks that you're an asshole. And they've just come up with the most pathetic, ridiculous commercial. Um, I don't think it's going to convince anybody. Um, basically, it just says, um, the problem with the WNBA is that you're not watching. Are you serious? That's the tagline. They're shaming us for not watching it? Yeah, they're, they're not like, hey, man, this is exciting. This is good. Hey, man, maybe you haven't given this a chance in 20 years or so, but uh, check out these great clips. They're like, why are you so sexist? Wow. You need to, you need to watch these aggressive, ugly lesbians play shitty basketball. Okay, you know what? <laughs> Look, maybe, maybe it is getting better. I mean, in, in today's day and age, maybe they're going to start letting men play. Yeah. You know, like if you can't quite make the NBA team or maybe if you, you know, uh, you got a little old and you, you lost your spot on the team. Like, dude, I, Michael Jordan put some fake tits on him in a wig. Who wouldn't want to watch Michael Jordan play again? Okay, you know what? You want to be that's, like Mike? What about being like Michelle? That's ridiculous. All right, stop it. Stop it. You <laughs> I know, don't know. This story's fucking stupid. <laughs> anyway, I actually have a story about the WNBA myself, though. Let's keep it rolling. Why not? All right. So another uh, WNBA coach was suspended for body shaming a six foot eight opposing player during an argument with the referee. So basically, <laughs> all right. So this is a, is this an actual woman? I don't know if they're letting the uh, the the alphabet people in. You know, it's a great question. <laughs> it is a great question. Um, so supposedly, as far as I can tell, uh, she is an actual woman. Um, but she's six foot eight and she weighs like two hundred and thirty five pounds. Okay. Um, so she's a gigantic woman. Um, and so basically, the coach. You know, was saying, you know, she fouled one of the girls on his team, um, but it wasn't called. So he started yelling at the referee. And among some of the things he said, he said, come on, she's 300 pounds. <laughs> I mean, to, 
honestly, that's the kind of shit coaches say. Yeah. Like if, she, like I remember back in like back in the '90s when the NBA was kind of like worth watching. Like I think it was it was Shaquille O'Neal when he was playing in the league, and like he he could get away with anything. And they'd be like, we're, we're just going to let that big motherfuckers do whatever we want. Like, they'd say stuff like that. Yeah. Because he's Not huge. because they're body shaming him, but because yeah. he's a motherfucking giant. And he's not going to go crying in the corner. Like, he's like, man, I don't know what to do anymore. Like, I really like playing basketball. But then the coach was yelling at me and being me. <laughs> well, apparently, uh, Liz Cambridge uh, was triggered by what the coach said. So she actually took to Instagram after the game to complain. Oh, boy. Uh, so now he's been suspended for a game and fined $10,000. See, that's what's going to get people to watch. You know? Like, <laughs> I can't wait to tune in. That's amazing. Um... I mean, six foot eight woman. Honestly, I mean, like that. She's probably, to, to be fair, she's probably one of the only players that's worth watching. I mean, if she had a, that much of a problem with what he said about her, why didn't she just step on him? Yeah, I mean, she's probably bigger than he is. Yeah, just squash him. <laughs> Don't go to Instagram and yeah. whine like a little bitch. She's You're... the fucking She-Hulk over right. there. <laughs> anyway, um, because this segment is going so well, <laughs> um, and because we care about you people, I can't think of anything. I can't think of anything that would increase our downloads more than this. So let's make it three stories in a row about oh, women's basketball. Um, so I've got one here in the stack. So <laughs> so this is a college uh, women's basketball story. So the coach of uh, the University of Detroit Mercy has made the headlines because she caused the entire team to walk off and quit the team. Wow. Yeah, she apparently is some uh, some huge Black Lives Matter supporter. She wears BLM gear, like, on the fucking sidelines during the game. Is that why they complained about her? That's part of it. This is like a, a Catholic university. They're not, like, into the whole communism thing. But that's just a small aspect of it. The bigger thing is she's abusing all of these players. Jesus. So, like, all of the players, even their parents, they had to get their parents involved and their, their college students uh, because she's emotionally, mentally, and physically abusing them. They've got multiple investigations. They've got an external investigation, an internal investigation um, into this woman, and... Of course, they also suck. They won, like, I think one game all year. Oh, jeez. Now, you'd think all of this would add up to this racist, politics-pushing, abusive psychopath maybe losing her job, right? Right. You would think so. Yeah. No. She's still there. No. <laughs> the school is standing behind her. They don't want anybody to think they're racist, I'm assuming. Um, but every single player, all 14 of these players... No longer is uh is playing their sport. Well, it should be really easy to replace fourteen women basketball players who attend Detroit Mercy. Yeah, that should be. I mean, honestly, it was the best course of action. Just get the dudes to play. I mean, you you want to be woke? If you want to be woke, you know how they say go woke, go broke. I say go for broke. There you Anybody go. that didn't quite make the men's team. Throw them on that girls' team. Throw them in a wig. They identify the as women now. And then we can see how uh, how intersectional she is. Love it. Yeah. Anyway, Love enough it. of this women's basketball shit. Okay. This was not... 
this this didn't work for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nike says that, you know, you're the problem. Uh, oops. <laughs> so uh, speaking of people in Michigan who should have been out of a job a long time ago, uh, Governor Whitmer has canceled her six people per table rule as she was busted breaking her own restriction yet again. Oh, so this is a follow-up on our story last week when she was out for, uh, for, for fucking... Pictures and wings. Yeah. With all yeah. her friends. Apparently she just goes to dive bars. She goes to dinner. She has a group of people that for some reason enjoy hanging out with the Wicked Witch of the West. It's because she's, uh, it's the only way that you're allowed to leave your house in the entire state of Michigan. I'd rather stay in and die. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, maybe they're alcoholics. I don't know. Yeah, but well. it's like, you can't leave your house unless you happen to have a chaperone who's also a fucking governor. Like, <laughs> Like the, like she's, Are you still calling her the governor? Don't you know that her official title is Her Glorious Majesty? Yeah, the, the Ice Queen of the uh, the Midwest. Yeah, exactly. Um, the Empress, the Royal Empress. There you go. Um, but, you know, she... Um, Put some respect on her name, okay? <laughs> yeah, she's arresting business. She's arrested restaurant owners for daring to be open. But then, like, you know, maybe she gets a hankering for, like, a steak or something. She's got to find somebody to open it up. Um, no, I just, I just think that's amazing. She, she's basically like, ah, oh, you caught me. Oops. Oopsie do. Well, here's the thing. It's not actually a law anymore. I changed it. Did I not, did I not tell you guys that? Did I forget to mention that? Whoops. That's what it's going to take to reopen Michigan. All you got to do is just follow her around and catch her. Because she's, I mean, she, she's breaking every one of her own oh fucking rules. Just follow her around, catch her, call her on it. Oh, yeah, no, that one, uh, it went away last week, incidentally. Monkey see, monkey yeah. do. That's, that's <laughs> where we're at in politics in Michigan, folks. Hey, whatever, whatever it takes out there. I, I don't know how anybody can still fucking live there. I really don't. Um, know. Anyway. Maybe, maybe you're not allowed to leave. <laughs> Don't give her any ideas. <laughs> um, anyway, speaking of Michigan, it looks like we're getting a call from there. All right, I'll take this one. Uh, area code 734, you're on with the War on Morons. Tell us your name and where you're calling from. Hey, it's, it's me, Ernie, uh, from, uh, from Michigan. Hey, can you hear me okay over the radio? Yeah, yeah. All right, good, because, yeah, I got to, you know, I got to be playing the, I got to be playing the, uh, the Info War. You know, there's a lot going on right now. People need to know what's happening. So I'm driving, you know, I'm, I'm driving around Lansing, and I got my windows down, I got my, I got Alex turned up pretty loud, and, uh, you know, I'm just, I, you know, Come on, son of a bitch! Excuse me. I can't. What? I'm sorry. I thought you were just like driving past somewhere or something. That's why would you be blasting Alex Jones while you're calling us? I'm a Paul Revere. You know, there's a lot of stuff going on right now. It's getting. I mean, we're we're coming to the we're coming to the end point here, and these globalists they're 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 running wild. So I got to make sure everybody can hear. You, you know what multitasking is? Yeah, but. I mean, geez, Ernie, can you turn it down? It's yeah, right. While the global yeah, all right, just for a minute. All right, all right. So, so I'm multitasking because I'm on a mission, uh, you know, about this. I got to do something about this Gretchen, this Gretchen Whitmer. Oh, it's, my God. Didn't you get arrested I call last her, I call her Gretchen Hitler. She's my arch nemesis. She's my number one enemy. You know, she put me in, in, in jail again. You know, I just got out. What a shocker. Uh, a couple days ago. And, and and then I heard what you guys were saying. Because when the commercial comes on, that's when I 
you know, I listened around the, the, the radio, and that's when I was listening to you to you guys. You know, I, just just till the commercial was over, of oh, course. Thanks. Uh, well, you know, you know, but 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 I heard you talking about Gretchen, Gretchen Hitler, and it's been established. It's well known. She's a demon. It's been well established. It's well known. She's evil. That now we can agree, correct? I will agree that she's evil. I am still and, out uh, on the demonic element. She, she's a, look at just look at her eyes. If you don't believe me, believe the eyes. Okay, Ernie. You, you look her in the eyes. Anyway, I, I heard that she's she's going out. She's going to the bar. She's closing down dive bars all over uh, Lansing and, and, and East Lansing and, and everything like that. So, so I'm looking for her, and, and I've been driving to all the different bars here, uh, out here, you know. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna find her. Why are you stalking Gretchen Whitmer? You should leave her alone. She's had you arrested twice already. Well, see, I haven't had a chance to talk to her and explain why, I, I, you know, why, why I need to take her down and you take know, her out. I don't out. think she wants and, to hear it, Ernie. Well, I need to exercise the state of Michigan. You know, that's my job. I, I'm, I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm the one-man militia, and, and and Gretchen Hitler is she's bad business for 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 Michigan. She's bad business for the world, and 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 I gotta find which bar she's going to. You know, I I, I went to one earlier. It's called the Backdoor Tavern, and I thought maybe she'd be there because you know she's always sneaking in the back door because she doesn't want people to know. Because if I can't go to the bar, how come she can go to the bar, you know? Okay. She wasn't in there. It was a bunch of guys wearing leather. Uh, <laughs> it was... <laughs> the back door hammer. Yeah, they they were playing village people songs. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. You, they, you know what a bear is? Uh... Unfortunately, I do. <laughs> they yeah. said they said I'm a bear, and I said you 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 got it right. I'm I'm like a grizzly bear that hasn't had his dinner. Because when I see Gretchen oh. Hitler, I'm gonna tear her to tear her to shreds. You know, and, and, Ernie. You know, yeah. don't you have like somebody to care for you? Like I feel like you should be on medication. No, you know, my wife left me, and she took the the kids because I think she. Uh, has been uh, corrupted by the globalists. I, you know, I've been trying to tell her for for many years. You know, I've been trying to tell her. You know, don't drink the water. First off, don't give. You know, don't give the kids any of the water. I mean, we we know about the glyphosates, and I and I, I try. I showed her Endgame many times, many times. I showed her the DVD of Endgame. I came to her work. And I mean, anyway, she she left me, so Shocking. so I've got plenty of time. I could devote it to to Gretchen Hitler, okay. and, and and when I find her, I I I I'm gonna I just look in her eyes. I see the devil. I see the devil in her eyes. Okay, Ernie. Well, I would and, I would beg you to reconsider, but I know that you won't. So. Maybe I'll have a drink with her too. You know, I was looking really close at the picture the other day, and I said, you know, she's evil and she's a demon, but you know, she's she's not she's not all bad. You know, maybe she'll be at the next bar. Maybe maybe I can have a little chat. 
Alright, well, good good luck with that, Ernie. Alright, take take your take your brain force. I really hope that like we don't get blamed for giving him that idea. Like, I don't know what's wrong in his brain and why nobody's like shoving I don't, I don't know why they keep letting him out of jail. Like, why aren't they shoving antipsychotics down his throat like they're fucking candy at this point? Ernie's like the only guy that um that they let out of jail after the Capitol thing. That's true. Maybe they MK altered him. You know, if you <laughs> <laughs> you see if he's got a copy of the Catcher in the Rye on. Uh -oh. if, you, if you happen to be around Lansing and you see a uh, see a lunatic uh, stalking the fucking governor. I mean, I don't know. It's gonna be pretty hard for him to get away with stalking anybody, doesn't he? Like blare Alex Jones very loudly out of his van. Yeah, he does. That might uh, might give him it's away. It's like the Jaws theme. <laughs> <laughs> Except for it's like it's like super male vitality. Get it now! It's on sale. I've, I've never ever had a sale before. This is sales going away tomorrow. You ever realize that guy always has a sale? He it's always a, has a it's sale. A, I mean, hey, we're running a sale. Oh yeah, that actually that's a perfect segue. Um, let's uh let's run this 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 ad with okay. a, a great sale for our listeners. Sounds good. Hi, my name is Dr. Felsmere from Beverly Hills, California. <laughs> uh, now, of course, everybody listening here knows that I am running for governor of this great state, and I am going to make California beautiful again. Uh, but, you know, the election, it's not till the fall. And in the meantime, it's summertime in the Golden State. And that means it's a perfect time to come down to Dr. Felsmere's uh, Felsmere Plastic Surgery Laser Center right here in Beverly Hills. <laughs> and I want to make sure that you are ready in November. So if you come uh, and you're down to get some work done and you show your voter registration, I'll give you 5% off. That's 5% off facelifts, tummy tucks, liposuction, and breast augmentation. <laughs> oh, yeah. And uh, let's be honest. If you're listening to this show, you probably need it. <laughs> um, so, so come on down and let me make you look uh, you know, good enough to stay here when I take over. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, 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 uh, I'm, I'm Jack Felsmere, and I approve this message. <laughs> Great. Dr. Felsmere's just nagging people into giving him business and votes. Love that. Love that for him. You know, whatever whatever it takes. It, it, that's you know, about what We gotta it get takes. Newsom out of there. They haven't come up with a better solution. Why not the uh, that freaking lunatic? I mean, honestly, isn't the only alternative to Newsom at this point Caitlyn Jenner? I, I fucking hope not. I mean, I'm, I, honestly, I, I would vote for Newsom. I haven't heard anybody else besides the lunatics that call our show. Say that they're going to run for governor. Then. I've I've heard some rumors. I've heard some rumors that uh, I, I don't want to get into it too much. But um, but apparently they really want us to vote for uh, the crazy man in a dress that was a, a, on a reality show. Like what progress, folks? We're making progress. You realize they're just doing that so they can make fun of you. Like if he wins, they're going to make fun of you. They're like, look at these, these racist, sexist Republicans, and and yet they all voted for for Caitlyn Jenner, but they still hate her. And then if you don't vote for it and you lose, which which you will, because they rig rig their elections out there, because there's a lot more of them 
<laughs> then they'll vote for Newsom, no matter what he does. Then then they'll vote for Jenner. Then they're going to be like, there's racist, sexist Republicans out there. They they refuse to vote for Caitlyn Jenner because they are transphobic. It's it's a lose lose. It's, it's a, it's a setup. Anyway, um, it's actually also a pretty good segue um, to our final block of the evening, um, starting with this ridiculous story that I don't even really understand, but it was just so weird and I had to put it in the stack. So, you guys watched The Office? Yeah. So, I guess the woman that played a character called Erin mm-hmm. in The Office, she's getting canceled. What? They are, they, everybody is just swarming on her. They... She's a racist. She's a bad person. What did she do? Well, you see, in 1999, when she was a teenager, she won a weird beauty contest. Okay. Was the beauty contest like whites only KKK's prettiest princess? No, but they kind of make some assumptions. It is is a really weird beauty contest. Um, So it was called like, um, let me see if I can find it in in the article here. So this is in St. Louis, where she's from, and it's called the Veiled Prophet Ball. Is that like some Mormon thing? What is that? It, it kind of seems like it. So she was crowned the queen of the ball. Um, it, it's like it's, it looks like one of these weird old-fashioned things that you see some people do, like down south or whatever. Um, now everybody's looking at this, and there's like I'm oh, looking at the pictures of this. This does not look like what goes on in the south. Okay, this looks like something that goes on in a ghost music video. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Yeah, like I mean, it, it's I mean, it's it's as weird as like a skull and bones kind of deal. Like I mean, there's some weird shit that happens there too, right? But they didn't cancel John Kerry; they canceled George Bush. It's a weird traditional thing. Like apparently, this thing's been around long enough that it was started by a Civil War veteran, so it, it dates back to the 1870s. And I guess that's what they jumped on because this is like a kind of like a debutante ball, and they're like, "Oh, so it was started by somebody that that, that fought for the South in the in the Civil War. Therefore, she owned slaves." What? Well, you know how they make make jumps. I mean, I, how old was she when this happened? She was nineteen. So nineteen yeah. years old. I mean, I don't know. I I, I have to imagine <laughs> that. Like, what do they do? I mean, I, you know how like in in, in Miss Congeniality they ask, uh, "Describe your perfect day," and she is like, "Oh, I, I lynched somebody." April ninth. <laughs> like, what was this beauty pageant like? For God's no, sake! No, it was just it just looks like a kind of like a weird beauty pageant, just like an old weird. Like kind of uh, kind of fringy thing, but well, they, nothing actually racist. They just were like, eh, you know, this looks kind of racist, and these are white people having a good time. Therefore, Nazi, literal Nazi, um, and they're they're like canceling her. They're calling her these so called official like publications, like like the AV Club and stuff is out there, and they're just like, oh yeah, Ellie Kemper, that's the name of the actress. She's a, another rich white celebrity with a racist past. They're acting like they found a picture of her in a in an SS uniform. <laughs> oh, Jesus. But, yeah. I don't know. I mean, honestly, I, they didn't cancel Prince Harry, and he literally did wear an SS uniform. What do you have to do? Like, she clearly, like, they blackmailed her. They must have looked up her voter registration. They're Something. like, oh, my God, she voted for Trump. Yep. It had to be that. She's from Missouri. She probably did. Because we're not canceling <laughs> Prince Harry, okay? Maybe we should. But not because of that, the, the whole Nazi uniform thing. Because he's a fucking loser. Yeah, well. You see that thing the other day? He was like, I don't understand these Americans in their freedom of speech. So, ick. Okay, I don't know if he know said what? the word ick, but he was basically like, what's, what's with this First Amendment? Why don't you just get rid of it? 
Well, why don't you just go back to Canada, you dumb fuck? Maybe they'll take him there. I, they won't take him to England. Oh, my God. They're like, God. You, you fuckers are stuck with him. Like, washing our hands with that asshole and his <laughs> wife. Oh, <sighs> man. Maybe he can go down to Australia. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, but not in the summer. No. No. In Q2. Q2. <laughs> Meanwhile, another Twitter-dwelling bird brain actually posted something even crazier than canceling Aaron from the office. Uh, basically, she Oh, wants- no. They're going after Pam? No, no, Jim. No. no, it has that- nothing to do with the office. All right, because I ran out of characters. So okay, no. good to know. <laughs> uh, basically, there's a lady on Twitter who wants all men of the world to know that if you don't go out with her, you're fat phobic. <laughs> you will be attracted to her, or else you will be labeled a bigot. But and this new Amy Schumer, like this side of her, is just really unappealing. <laughs> You remember when this she asked... Side, this side of her is unappealing. Well, was there any side of her that was appealing? She used to be kind of funny, but now she's just out there saying, you're fat-phobic? If you, are you fat-phobic if you don't think she's funny? It's not actually Amy Schumer, is it? No, it's not Amy All Schumer. All right, well, I'm just going to picture that it is. But no, tell me more. Tell me more. Okay. <laughs> well, basically, the woman uh, in her picture looks like this. <laughs> So she's got the crazy eyes. Okay? She looks like she'll cut your penis off oh, with garden shears. She will. She will. And um, basically, she's just saying, you know, you have to be, you know, willing to go out with her. Let me see if I can pull up the actual tweet. I think it's been deleted. I'm hoping so. I'm oh, no, I'm it's still there. So. It is still there. Unbelievable. Wow, 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 And wow. she's cutting a TikTok, too. Yeah, yeah. So she's cutting a TikTok. Oh, wheelchair. She's like saying, like, Or, you know, if he isn't attracted to bigger girls or people aren't attracted to, like, smaller girls, like, everyone's entitled to their own preferences. Somebody said that to her, and she's like, oh, no, 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 you're wrong. You're wrong. You will find a way to to get it up for me. Right, exactly. And if And and it might be her personality. I'm just, I'm just putting a flow, I'm just flying this out there. It might have something to do with your personality, too, you crazy bitch. It might. Yeah. It might. But, I mean, the fact that she coined the term fat phobic that's peak 2021, isn't it? I love it. I love oh, it. Oh, God. Her, her eyes just popped up again. That's 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 <laughs> one tactic that, you know, I would have never dreamed to come out with. I mean, you know. Yeah, if you're trying to corner a man, you know, especially if, if you're trying to corner a liberal man, just accuse him of being some kind of a bigot. What, whatever it is. Yeah, we've, we've already seen Oh, that. you won't propose to me because you're fat phobic. <laughs> Oh. Ladies, no more waiting for a ring. Oh, it's because I got a dick, isn't it? <laughs> you, you know that's next. You know that's... That honestly is probably already happening. Oh, it's like, oh, I see. So you're transphobic. You won't go out with me. Uh, lady, you've got a fucking beard. That's right, bitch. <laughs> anyway, if you think this is bad, uh, buckle up, folks, because fat phobia is only... Um, well, one part of a much larger bit of lunacy. Oh. Uh, so there's a whole term for it. It's called critical looks theory. What? And this is, it's just the latest uh, insanity. So this is the idea that if you're attractive, then you're basically a colonizer and you're taking advantage of people because you benefit from a violent system of lookism. Okay, I know that I'm not like a Victoria's Secret model or anything, but back in my young
younger days, I will say that, yes, as a young woman, I did benefit from being an attractive young woman. All right, Eva Braun. How dare we try to take this away from people? I mean, honestly, like, nobody's good looking forever. Well, and I mean, some people, this is all they fucking have. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, that's that's kind of a lot of people. I mean, what's the most that you're going to benefit? You get some free drinks at a bar? Yeah, eventually, like, I mean, if, if that's all you bring to the table, they're, they're not gonna wanna be around you for very long. Seriously! Um, but yeah, some, some fat ugly woman on Twitter <laughs> posted this, um, so she's saying that. <laughs> I can't I even... love this. So are beautiful people bad people? Yes. <laughs> yes, just simple, just down to one word. Yes, they are, and they should hang themselves. Um, <laughs> so she's saying, yeah, if, if you're born and you look, conventionally attractive, you're a bad person because everybody else looks ugly in comparison to you, and that makes them feel bad. So I guess this is, I mean, I, I, obviously this is a, a companion to the whole critical race theory nonsense. So if you're attractive and you're white and you're a male and you're straight, I, are you worse than Hitler? Are you worse than Mao? I think you- I have a solution for it. I really do. I think I have a solution. Here's what we do. All Keep the, getting those shots, everybody. You'll get all the, half your face will be paralyzed. And you'll all be the oppressed people. So all the uggos, the fatties, the trannies, the whatever else you got, right? The all the uggos. <laughs> Just let them live up on the surface world, right? Do whatever they want. Let them have the tree farts. Let them have the stolen election. Let them have Joe Biden as their president. Fine. All of us sane, normal, straight. Conventionally attractive people will go underground. In the sewer with that crazy woman? Uh, no. Drinking Gatorades? We're going to go through the wormhole, folks. We're going to find that utopian paradise. Uh, it's going to be like a whole new world. We don't need to wait on Elon Musk. We'll just go, to, go through the wormhole. You know what? Elon's kind of funny looking. I don't know if he can... No, he <laughs> I don't know if he's allowed He to. can't come with us. No, fuck Elon no. Musk. Uh, <laughs> this is great. Um, but... We've uh, we've actually got to move on oh. because it's that time. Um, he he's actually calling in right now. Um, it looks like he's calling in on our special guest line. Oh yay! Okay, it's Anderson fine. McKenzie, the author of From DQ to GQ. What perfect timing, by the way. Seriously, because he is definitely one of the beautiful people. He is. If you've read the book, he uh, he breaks that down for you. But he didn't start out as one, so he'll be able to help you on that journey. Um, that's enough. That's enough pumping him up. Should I patch him in? Absolutely. All right, I'm going to bring him on right now. All right, Anderson McKenzie, are you there? I am here. I'm, I, I, can you can you hear me? Am I coming through good? Yeah, Anderson, thank you so much for joining us. We're thrilled to have you on hey, the show. No, thank you for, for having me on the show. You know, I'm so excited to talk to you about my, uh, I mean, my groundbreaking novel. I mean, from DQ to GQ, it's a story everyone in your audience, I'm sure, can relate to because (laughs) I've listened to your show before. So (laughs) thanks for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about your journey? I mean, how did you kind of like get started on this? Well, one day I was sitting in the Dairy Queen. That's why it's just from DQ. I was sitting in the Dairy Queen doing what I what I did far far too many times in my life. You know, I I, I really had a you know soft spot for soft serve, and, and I I really like getting what they call.
call a blizzard. You know what that is? It's oh. like an ice cream that they blizz up. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. They like have the mix-ins and stuff. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I, I tell I tell them to mix everything in there. I said put put the mini M and M's, put the Reese's pieces, put the Oreos, put it all in there, baby, and mix that thing to oblivion. And then I want to I want you to turn it upside down. Just so I can make sure that it's creamy enough and the ice cream doesn't fall out. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. So I would do that, and, and I would eat the blizzard, and then I would, I would, I'd knock them back one after the other, and then I'd polish it all off with a with a chili dog, maybe two, maybe three. Look, I'm I'm not gonna mince words. I was a disgusting fat ass. I was a piece of shit. I, I was the I, I was the fattest person on my block. I was probably the fattest person in my state. <laughs> I jiggled when I walked. I mean, you know, you know the drill. I was repulsive. I looked like you, you know. You ever see that movie Star Wars? Yeah. Part, uh, I think the the third one where there's a big fat guy. And he's got he's got the princess on a on a leash and everything. Oh. And he, and he That's awesome. Mm-hmm. 
and that, and that just goes to show you if you believe in yourself enough and, and, and you work out hard enough and you, you know, you lift those irons and you lift those, the, the weights and you, and you ride the, the exercise bicycle machine, you know, you can, you can get cut. You can get sexy. And I did that in less than a year. In less than a year. I went from looking like the, the flabby, uh, the, 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 the stay puffed marshmallow man. <laughs> <laughs> to looking like I do now. That's you know, Fabio ain't got nothing on me. I'm I'm sexier than Fabio. Let me ask you, Anderson. I mean, with a weight loss that fast, I mean, most people would yeah. have loose skin. How did you avoid that? I don't get loose skin because I work out so hard. You know, and that's 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 chapter six. Work out hard and stay hard all the time. Never stop being hard. That's the name of the chapter. Um, and like I was talking to my friend, Dr. Felsmere uh, earlier. I think you had him on. Did you play a commercial from him? Yeah. Do- Dr. What's his name? Felsmere, right? F- How do you spell that? F-E-L-S-M-E-R-E. That's right. Just in case people in the audience don't know, he's running a really great special right now. So if you don't know how to work out good like me and get sexy like me, so you could have, 10-pack abs, so you can pull all the hot tail, so you can have eight figures in your bank account. Well, Dr. Felsmere is the way to do it, you know, because it's hard work. You know, you know how hard I have to, to work out? I have to work out 15 hours a day. What? And I'm really tired at the end of the day, and and and, and my, my muscles ache, and they hurt. Anderson, but I don't think I, that's I, physically possible. I mean... That's what I, that's what they say. They say, "Well, Anderson, how do you do it? How do you do it?" And I say, "Dedication and belief in myself." But I know that not everybody in your audience believes in themselves. I know a lot of them are probably sad people, but then they just want to look like me without doing the work. And the great news is, you can do that now with Bellsmere, uh Plastic Surgery and Laser Center, the best, the, the absolute best uh, doctor in California. And I hear he's running for governor too. I I can't wait to cast my vote for uh, for Doctor Felsmere. He's a I mean he's a hero. Anderson, you know, doing what he's done to. Why do you keep plug, Why do you keep plugging Doctor Felsmere? Well, Doctor Felsmere, he does great work. He's a, a great surgeon. You know, when I went on the, I mean, when um, like if, if I like if when not everybody what? can do what I did. I was saying when I when I went under the work workout bench and I started lifting the lifted pumping those weights, you know Anderson, I, I was thinking in the back of my head you went under the knife. Why would you accuse me of something like that? I wouldn't do that. I'm, I'm sexy. Sexy people don't need to do that. That's for you know that that's for the fat asses out there listening. But I'm telling you, you can too. But you probably can't do it like I did. It takes a lot of work. I'm spending 19, 20 hours a day, um, you know, lifting. Okay, uh, there's no <laughs> damn way you're spending 19 to 20 hours a day exercising. Some days I do. Some days I do. I did Yesterday I did. Do you have a crippling um, meth addiction? Like, what the hell's up with that? I'm addicted to staying a sexy, you know, sexy, good-looking man that makes a lot of money, and it's great for my life. Anderson, um, why don't you just come clean? Because it sounds to me like you achieved an impossible weight loss in an impossible period of time with absolutely no loose skin, and for some reason you're really, really good friends with Dr. Felsmere. I mean, did you have plastic surgery to achieve these results? 
I don't even know what, uh, I, I don't know why, I, no, of course not. But I'm glad you mentioned it, and I'm glad you brought up Dr. Felsner, because he is running a, a special. Stop you it happen with the special, to have that Anderson. promo code. You're it's telling 5% off. And I think if you, if you show your, your voter, what, what? You're telling people to read your book so that they can achieve the same results, but it sounds to me like you didn't achieve those results at all, that you went under the knife. Well, I mean, it, look, I know that that's easier for you to believe than, than to believe how hard I worked and how dedicated I am. But if you read my book, you'll understand that, I mean, you don't have it in you. You can't do this. I did it. <laughs> but you can't. But Dr. Feldner can do it for you. And and he's a great surgeon. He's a great doctor. He, he's even operated on children before. He, he makes them look sexy. Oh, uh, Anderson, what the <laughs> hell? Hey, can you go back and uh, 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 is, is there a seven second delay? I didn't mean to say children are sexy. No, there's no se seven second delay. And you know what? I'm not a pedophile. Look here, honestly, actually, that brings me up to another point. Oh. Because if you doubt me in my weight loss journey, then then you support Jared from Subway. It's either me or him. What? He, you're either with me or you're with Jared from Subway, and he's a child rapist. What is, Are you what, with Jared from Subway? What does this have to do with Jared from Subway? All is I'm that, asking. Well, you're doubting that I can do it, and I, I do. I lift so many weights. I lift. I'm lifting weights right now. Oh, uh, oh. Uh. Oh man, I'm getting a pump on. Anderson, pump, you stop it! Stop it! Get, get a pump like me, or you can get a pump like 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 Jared Jared Fogle, the, the the child molest. Stop it, Anderson! And, this is just sad. You should just be uh, honest about how you did what you did. People respect Dr. honesty. Doctor Felsmere, Doctor Felsmere, go go to Felsmere uh, and Associates. Uh, get, get, Get yourself some surgery. You, you can look almost as good as me at, without having to work this hard, and you'll be very happy. And make sure you vote for Feldmere for governor of California. Uh, and, and, and also, you can buy my, buy my book if you can find it. All right, Anderson, this was just embarrassing. So, you know. Hey, Anderson, out. Okay, well, um... Kind of feel really stupid that we built that guy up for the past two weeks. I, um, I mean, I thought, I at this point, I don't even know if there's an actual book. Did, what did we learn from him? Hire Dr. Felsmere and neg women? I, I don't think th that was Dr. Felsmere. I mean, it kind of sounded like him, didn't it? It kind of sounded like him. Fuck. Oh, my I mean, God. Every time we try to get a guest on, uh, I don't know. And then what is that shit about Jared from something? I don't even want to revisit that. Good God. All right. I mean, sorry, folks. Uh, you know, we tried to do something you know, a we little different. We tried to end on a high note for once, but... I, I just feel dirty now. I yeah. feel like he took advantage of us. Um, it, I don't know. I don't know. I, Let's just call it for the week. Yeah. Th thanks for tuning in. Uh, we'll see you next week for episode 85. Let us know what you think down, down in the chat. But, you know, sorry about this. Mackenzie guy, you could go to hell. All right, have a good week, folks. <laughs>